back after a short little while away. You can hear us again. I'm Mike Favela. I'm joined by Keith Macubia. It's the Just Outside podcast. And it's a uh, it's good mood over here. I don't know how it is with you, but it's all smiles in uh, gloomy North London for me. Listen, I don't let my team control my emotions on a weekend anymore, man. I... <laughs> I have my expectations set, so I'm okay. And it's fucking sun shining. Great weekend here. Back kind of, it's so. kind of like opposites. Like my team's doing, my team won, your team's lost. I'm looking at rain, you're looking at sun. So it's kind of balanced. Yeah. So, you know what? No worries. Other than it's Sunday, it's fucking back to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Other than, other than that, <laughs> I got a day of fucking getting some work done. Doing some groceries and watching some football the rest of the day. So Ooh. it's all right, man. It's okay. <clears throat> I didn't do groceries. I'm a little, I'm struggling. So I'm going to have to do that tomorrow, which is a big slip, but it's whatever, man. I might order a burger after this, after this recording. <laughs> a nice little, I don't know what I'm going to get, but a burger yeah, is on. Burger in a while, man. Bro, it's been a minute. I haven't had one in time. So I think that's the craving. That's what I'm going for. But anyway, man. Okay, so yesterday, craziness, Saturday. Gotta start the episode off. I'm chilling Absolutely at home. Mad. I'm chilling at home. I I'm didn't even take in <laughs> that this game was eight o'clock here, which meant it was like three o'clock or like one o'clock or early four. kickoff. Yeah, mad early kickoff in LA for the MLS Cup finals, man. Holy shit. Wow, bro. Wow. All I can say is wow. Like, it always seems in this play, there's always the one thing you count on in MLS is the fucking unexpected. To be honest, because I didn't see any of the game because I left the bar because I thought it was fucking the game was over. (laughs) (laughs) I was on my way home and I started seeing the fucking text messages. I'm like, what the fuck? But what a madness. The thing what that madness, I man. the thing that I find wild about it, and I know we say wild a lot on this pod, but what just find wild about it is we watched it. That's probably well, most definitely the first MLS match I've watched all year. And based off of our predictions that we had on the pod last time we recorded when Belmar was on, we kind of spoke about LAFC possibly making it to the final. We both kind of had them there. We had a little bit of a surprise of Montreal or Philadelphia or whoever was going to make it. But we had LAFC in that mix. And Mm -hmm. watching the game, there was really not a whole lot going on. I think Philadelphia really struggled to create. They didn't have that many chances. LAFC were equally not as great. But a set piece goes in, a deflection, it goes in. And then... There's an equalizer in the second half, but my flatmate came home and he's never watched an MLS game in his life. And yeah. I was like, oh, perfect opportunity for you to be exposed to what's going on in North How America. How crazy it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, watch, he starts watching with me. And then 20 minutes of the first half where he's watching, he's like, nothing's happened. I was like, well, let's just hopefully wait for something. And then, I mean, and let's be, it's not, maybe it's not just the MLS, but finals teams are not trying to, Go too crazy, the first, right? That's just a typical thing true. in any in any wherever you're playing. Those are Europe, South America, right? But yes, the first half was kind of kind of filling each other out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much of that, and I think a great example of what you said is that Spurs, uh, Liverpool Champions League final. Oh my God, I didn't watch that final. Yeah, Someone, I've true. never, I didn't even watch that Champions. So yeah, it is a lot of teams feeling each other out and wanting to see what's going to happen, but. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> just takes a turn. And it was like, they just didn't want to defend set pieces. Bro. It was shocking defending some of it, bro. That fucking six foot six stick. <laughs> getting his head yeah, on. He was six six, eh? Elliot? Yeah, whatever. Bro, stick. His arms are like thinner than mine, bro. Like six six. Hard. It's crazy. And he gets a brace in the MLS Cup. And yeah. Then you go into extra time. Going into extra time is already mad as it is. They come back and they go to extra time. 
and then the most horrible thing happens a terrible back pass oh, to Max and Kripo. horrible weight awful suicide pass really or as our managers used to say a hospital ball yeah ended up actually being a hospital ball and his leg i don't know what it actually is if it's come out but it's a fracture of some sort yeah red card kind of saves them but kind of destroys himself and then you're thinking at that point fucking hell what's gonna happen here now yeah i was just thinking at that point obviously fuck like for him it's heartbreaking like just fucking heartbreaking but he laid himself on the line for his teammates fucking warrior that guy but yeah after that i was just thinking obviously he's gonna stay twos and then looking at pks but yeah man madness ensued after that man <laughs> oh fuck before we even go into that madness, I want to say, like, Kerpo, shout out to you, because, like, if that happened to me, there's no way I'm sitting up, that I'm talking to the guys, that I'm addressing the fans, that I'm doing whatever. I'm yeah, in no. agony. Yeah, and, I know. And he's up giving them, like, claps, saying, let's go, let's <clears> do whatever, <throat> giving thumbs up to the crowd. I'm like, bro, you're yeah. a warrior. Like, that's insane to... And the amount of agony, the amount of pain, obviously probably adrenaline's rushing through his body. Rushing through him, yeah. But at the same time, you got to be thinking like, bro, my fucking season's done. I'm not playing in this anymore. And what's going on? So then go into extra time. And Philadelphia score in the 124th minute of extra time. Is that when they scored? 120 plus four because of the crepo wow. injury and the yeah, true, and everything. True, true. Yeah, true. loads of time and it's registered as 124th minute and games happening in LA. The whole stadium's quiet silence. Oh, and what a first, what a fuck also, what a first save from that keeper to, to come in. Oh, like, if they cleared that, holy going <clears throat> the other way, yeah. reaching out, getting it. And then you're thinking, okay, Philly's got this. They're winning. Yeah. This city. Well, that's what I, I, well, I laughed too. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's get the bills. Let's get really pissed. Let me leave. Start walking. Which is a letter, but like the city of Philly, bro, what is going on in that water? Like I said earlier to my flatmate, like it's got, it's got to be the complete opposite of what the water situation is in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> every single team is doing numbers and doing well. But then, anyway, uh, so you're thinking the game's done. A, a Welsh god, Gareth Bale, had to be, pitch, and you texted in the group going, "He's going to score the winner." Yeah. Wasn't quite the winner, but in but... the 128th minute, Fuck. gets the equalizer. That's why you bring those players, though, man. Like he obviously wasn't able to kind of find a spot in the, in the 11 but i think because they have so many of those type of guys it's hard to have them all pitch at the same time defensively you need some defensive legs so you can have him vela that other striker i forget i'm forgetting his name the one with the wild right now hair. yeah but um bro last kick of the game man Had great you, header too and it's Over celebration there. and it's he celebration. dunked on that he dunked on that 6-6 six, six guy too yo that's what i was about to say on the 6-6 <clears> six, six guy got above him and beat him to it. And I was like, great. great the, way, the way he celebrated too, I was like, yo, he he wanted that. And like that he actually means it, yeah. something to him, you know? Like he actually yeah. proved something there. I was like, damn. And then they go into shootout and you're thinking, okay, backup keeper. How's he going to do? This guy played for Philadelphia, got released yeah. by him, kind of knows the players. What a fucking story. First guy steps up, John Terry, over the bar. <laughs> and then... They miss the, he saves the next two. You're like, how did this happen? What is going on in this game? And obviously, the only person for LAFC that misses is fucking Christian Tello, ex Barca, ex 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 Barca, Real Poor penalty, horrible penalty, and poor PK. And they lift the trophy, and they've been a club what five seasons now or four seasons? Yeah, I think so. And an MLS trophy under their belt, like you gotta shut them out for but, but so well deserved. Been the best team all year. And I think they're the first team since ooh, Salah just scored one though, Liverpool. Side note, we're watching this as a recording. But um what was I saying? Yeah, no, they're the first team to win the community the shield and uh, double. 
the double since TFC in, in 2017, I saw. So, yeah, you know what? I was really annoyed because here the sky it was on Sky Sports, and the guy said, "Oh, no team has done the supporters and the tro and the title in like 12 years or something like that." I was like, "What? Nah!" Like I was about to go on Twitter and try and like blast them <laughs> and blast that, and then like six minutes later, five minutes later, he corrected himself and was like, "Oh no!" Like Toronto FC were the last team to do that. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, good. I'm glad they got their recognition." But yeah, they've. So doing the double is tough, especially when you have a knockout system like that in the playoffs. Yeah, like in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, it's not just, it's not easy at all. That's why it doesn't happen often. But they well, well, well deserve LAFC. Best team by far this season. Yeah. By far. And, and I think our predictions, I mean, we got to go back and listen. But I think predictions wise, I think we did have, we for sure had LAFC somewhere in that mix and winning. So yeah, I remember, I think I had LA and I had Montreal in the final. They dwindled out, but yeah, LA man, big win. Looks big, like they're big. taking over LA man. They might be taking it from the galaxy. Yeah, we'll see Gal how things go going forward, man. But Galaxy need to do something to try and compete with them now and go at them. Bring them back, bro. But yeah, another MLS season, man. Wrapped up. That's crazy. Wrapped up, bro. Fucking nuts, but congrats, LA. We'll see off season time, man. You've seen him make some big moves. Start yeah. competing again, bro. You'd like to think that they have something in place and something oh, in must. mind. Yeah, they have to. They must. Because if they didn't, they'd be they'd be slipping big time. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Shout out LFC. Shout out Maxim Cripple, MLS champion. We hope that uh, you recover well. That everything goes smoothly. Yeah. You're back on back on the pitch soon and uh play it exactly at the level that you're at because you know, mls champion one of the best keepers in the league all year um it's, it's massive I mean, and you're, you're going to be needed going forward so um all our thoughts going to you um which is dope but staying in north america our team man our team won the canadian premier league Yes, we, the, the, can we be more gassed about it that we are like Forge is the Man City now of the Canadian yeah, Premier They've started off this, their dynasty already in the, what is this, the fourth year? They've won three out of four. Three out of four rings, three out of four championships, three out of four fucking whatever that trophy is. They got to change that trophy ASAP. Yeah, it got to be something terrible. bigger than that, man. What the hell? Little dish shield. Plate. Little shield thing or whatever it is, it's dead. It's dead. Dinner plate, man. Yeah, like microwave plate. Man. <laughs> it's something bigger than that, but no, well deserved again. Forge, I caught the uh, I watched the semis and the final. Yeah, I caught the first the half. Semi, first half of the final, I saw the second leg. Sorry, the well, I watched both legs, but the second leg was mad. Unfortunate for Beck, for Beck's man to miss all the final, but they got some depth pulled through. I think Ottawa didn't really show much in the final, man, to be honest. It's mostly all uh, all fourth row, but fuck. Quality shown, man. Quality shown out. What's his name? Bobby, the uh, head coach, man. Three, three rings, man. And that's uh, – and he's highly rated coach, but I think he's going to – a few more – I don't even know if it's a few more years, but I've heard he's been linked with MLS jobs too, so – He's going to be maybe this next little young Canadian coach that's going to start making some moves, man. He seems Can't to be great. Only, yeah, I only hear good things from players that have had him. And the thing coach, is, is so. like, if he's doing that well, and obviously he's probably got someone as an assistant or working underneath him, let them eventually like take over, get them to shine. And if he does make that next step, like jump, he'll probably do well. Like, Yeah, like, I think so. But yeah, it's mad. Three out of the four years, getting another ring. You gotta shout out Ashton Morgan and Jordan Hamilton, first ever players. I know it's young history, but getting an MLS championship, being an MLS winner and a Canadian Premier League winner. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, think about um, how far Ash has called Brad into. 
be like one of the first academy kids. Like he's like the profile you gotta look at. It's like especially in Canada, like what he's done and accomplished. Especially, it's, no shade to, it's no shade to Jordan because I'm just saying that the fact that obviously contributed a little bit more. Yeah. Than what yeah, Jordan yeah, did in those TFC and yeah. right, those t- in the TFC jersey, but of course still great accomplishment. I'm like, it's crazy. Obviously, obviously, you know Ash a little bit more. You might have an inside scoop or not. Do you think? He, do you think he hangs up the boots now? I don't know. I haven't even talked to him about that at all. I don't like to with guys like that. Man. Keep playing while you can, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to just enjoy it. Keep playing, fucking game as long as you can. But I don't think so. I think he, if he wants to, he'll keep. He'll go until when, whenever he, his body tells him to stop. But. I think he's still got lots left in the legs, man. Especially not race with the way the way trainers and teams can help you take care of your body and what you put in your body players, they're uh, lasting a lot longer, man. So he's only thirty one or two? Thirty two. Turning so, thirty two next year? No, I think he's turning thirty three next year. He's uh, no, Asher sorry, twenty thirty-two. No, twenty thirty-two. I was gonna say, Asher, old. old man, man, hang up the so boots. So he's got, bro. man. He's <laughs> you know, got, he got time. time. Bro, they tell he's forty, man. He got some time with some more CPL rings, man. Yeah, but, build yeah, up that shout resume. Out to, shout out to them. Shout out to guy Becker too, man. Another quality guy out there. But yeah, Forge, bro. We'll see next season again. Let's see what they do. I'm excited also to see as this league continues to get better and. More uh, Canadian talent in there would be it's great to see. So they've expanded. They've announced the expansion team as well, yes. which is huge. So team in as well. Getting more teams in slowly, smartly building up the league and getting that exposure out is massive. massive. And I think obviously taking the right smart steps in doing so and not growing it too quick and taking these like after four years, obviously, after four years you expand. And you bring another team in, maybe another team after that. And then you take yeah. a couple of other years and you reassess and you see how it's going and building up and whatever. But yeah, it's uh for the four years that it's had, it's obviously done really well. Forge made a massive run in the CONCACAF Champions League, like yeah. incredibly well. Loads of talent, and... player pool, people going up and signing for potential other teams and getting MLS looks. So right, yeah, that's what it's all about. And it's also gonna make the as these teams continue to build and get better, it's going to make that uh, a Canadian championship even better as well. Exactly. Year, year to year. And making that um, a big trophy that every club wants to win. You make one of these CPL teams, we start making runs in the tournament and stuff like that. So it'll be cool. Cool to see how this continues to grow and the game's on, on the right pace, I think, for which will be a, a huge year in 2026 for this country. So I'm excited the way... Uh, the direction football's heading. Of course. Um, one thing that we have to talk about, obviously, we, we mentioned the Kripo <clears throat> injury and how devastating that was. And it just seemed like yesterday, Alfonso Davies picking up that hamstring injury. And I think my t- entire Twitter timeline was shitting itself yeah, about oh, that injury. How do you feel about like the amount of injuries, like Canada alone, but like all these players that are definitely ruled out and potential misses for the upcoming World Cup. Yeah, Canada had been lucky up until yesterday too. Like there'd been nothing from anybody from the team. But yeah, it's just, I mean, you can blame it on fixtures or um, schedules, but sometimes just being unlucky. But yeah, it's kind of mad the way they had to, fit in all these games during this year it's almost like i know they would never do it because of money and all that but maybe they could have they should have shortened these domestic leagues the amount of games they played this season just for the one season just because of yeah the world cup but like obviously you know that's never gonna fucking happen and that but, even yeah, the month of october for majority of clubs for those playing yeah. in europe and and in playing in so their league. Start playing like eight, nine games, I think. Some... Yeah. And you're just like, man, that's way too much. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, The Athletic put out a, a list of players who have been ruled out of the World Cup or at risk of missing. And I'm looking at names like 
Nicola Conte, Paul Pogba, Jeannie Wanyaldum, Diego Jota, Di Maria, Dybala, Richarlison, Lukaku, Reese James, Kyle Walker, um, Bofana, um, Varane, Canude, Leroy Sane, Depay, um, Hyunmin Sun. Like, yeah. The list is big. And some of these countries are missing potential players. And let alone this was done on Friday or Thursday. Now you added yeah. Maxim Kripot and you add in the potential of Alfonso Davies. Even though the reports today said he's going to miss the next two Bundesliga games, but he's not at a full risk of missing the World Cup. But it's like, yeah, like you said, the congestion, but it's also like, but you want to see the best players playing and you want to see those stars playing at the World Cup. And if they're not, not every country yeah. has next man up availability. Like not every country's yeah. France or like Germany or Spain. They have depth. They should have. I don't know what. Could they not have stopped at the beginning of, or maybe a week, the first after the first week of November? Could they not have shut down every league and finished the season in, when are they finishing now? In June? I think it's, a, I think it's like two more weeks later than May. Like, so like they couldn't finish in, into June. Like I don't get it. I just feel like for them to leagues to be shut down and literally some people have what maybe eight days before they play in a World Cup game is crazy. But I also wonder all those injuries you listed. How many are muscle injuries? Because some like song is like fuck. Okay, you got hit in the head. That could happen. Right. Week, so I wonder yeah. how many. Yeah, I wonder how many are actual muscle injuries from being overworked. Like uh, Alfonso in that case, but yeah, hopefully he's fine. Hopefully it's just like one of those when you feel there's that little tweak, but like maybe you could even play on a bit, but he was like, no, I'm even fucking risking this. Just give me the fuck off the field. Yeah, probably was. All these players, especially the ones like Alfonso Davies or the higher maybe like caliber players are the ones that know they're going to the World Cup and be playing. They got to have in the back of their mind, like, yo, I need yeah. to be right for the World Cup. Yeah. And that's got to be on the mind. So, yeah, I, I, like you said, I think maybe it was just a little tiny feeling. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, not no. going to keep going. I don't know. Yeah. But, but interesting. Um, interesting. Fingers um, crossed, man, for every all of them, man. Yeah, because like you say, we want to see the best players there at this time. It just sucks that this stupid Power World Cup's in the middle of the fucking season. But it is what it is, man. I saw an interview like he was talking about. I was like, you can't fucking... Bitch and complain about it anymore. It's fucking it's set, set in stone. Just fucking get yourself ready to go. Yeah, that's it. World Cup coming up, man. Um, if you obviously listen to this, we got quite a bit planned for the World Cup. So <clears throat> stay tuned for what's happening there. Two weeks from today, as we're recording, Keith. Yeah, I'll be fucking taking a nap, not watching fucking Ecuador <laughs> and Qatar, and that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> do you think I guess we could talk oh, I'm going to give you this question now I know we'll talk about it later do you think Qatar make like a crazy silly run because of like how fixed the whole World Cup is or no or do you think they get slapped every game I don't know well we have to save it for the World Cup because I got a lot of yeah. fucking takes for the World Cup so I don't want to get into it right now I'm going on a tangent yeah fair enough fair enough okay um, that's our North American wrap up so let's switch gears a little bit and let's go into this weekend of the Premier League. I think we can start with um, yesterday's fixtures. We can talk about Man City because yeah. I think they are incredibly lucky and I think it's absolute bullshit that Kevin De Bruyne can dive like that and exaggerate that in that late of a game and win a penalty. And obviously the robot comes back from missing a couple games and scores a fucking penalty and they get three points. I mean, they should have, that goal should have fucking counted anyways. But such bullshit. The one before? I didn't see. I live in England and obviously England doesn't televise games. So all the of the hand, games yesterday. The offside is literally his fucking shoulder and arm, man. Like, I hate that rule. That was offside. It's silly, but you you know what rule I wrote down that I was going to ask you is, do you think that footballers should be getting yellow carded for taking their shirt off in a celebration? Yeah, they should have changed that rule a long time. But, 
But I think if you don't get rid of that, then you kind of open up for other crazy celebrations to happen. So I think keep it. Yeah. You're keeping it. Okay. Because there so was I think a... if you get rid of that, think about some mad, some stupid madness might start. So I like it. But like, I get it. Because what happened? Was it Giroud? Yeah, Giroud yesterday. Yeah. Guy took it. Guy scores the winner, takes his shirt off in celebration. Yellow. Second yellow. And his post match interview, he goes, I, I completely forgot I had a yellow. Maybe for second yellows. For second yellows? Bro, we can't. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Because how I often th- is someone is going to have a art on a yellow that scores? Like, we don't see it often. It's happened here and there. I think taking your shirt off, I think there's two levels to it. I think taking your shirt off and holding on to your shirt while you're running and celebrating is one thing. And I don't think that's a yellow. I think if you take your shirt off and you throw it somewhere aimlessly and you go and run somewhere else and you're celebrating like in a corner and your shirt's like 30 meters away. Then that's a little bit of time wasting because then after the celebration, you got to go get the shirt. You got to go put it back yeah. on and then you're walking. And I see that. But if you take your shirt off, you're holding it and then you're going with you. And as soon as like the, the huddle or whatever it is over and you pop it back on, I don't I don't see why that's a yellow. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of sticky rule, but yeah, it's what it is, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though, because you, you got to, like, restrict it slippery, a little bit. Slippery slope after that, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, I think we we watch, like, NFL games, and you see the celebrations. When they're a bit much, they get that penalty. Yeah. And that could fuck over the team on those penalties, and you just got to keep it fairly, yeah. fairly limited. So, I don't know. I think, like, guys, just stick to your knee slides into the corners, hit the flag, <laughs> do a little bit of something. But, yeah, just keep it. Go into the fans. Go to the fans. Run to the fans. Embrace the fans. Those celebrations are the best. Uh, yeah, man. City. City kept rolling yesterday, bro. No matter who they have on that pitch, they just keep rolling, finding ways to win, especially being down a man, bro. Just like, fuck. Do you feel like they over-celebrated or under-celebrated? No, that's, for me, that's a huge, that's massive, bro, because those are... Those are games any other team's fucking dropping points, 100%. And for you to find a way to get three in a game like that, especially when you're title chasing, like, no other team's fucking find a way to get three points there in the league other than them. Okay, fair enough. Because, you know what, I just think back to a couple of weeks ago when Arsenal came back from 1-0 against Fulham, and they came back in the last against... couple of minutes, and they won. We celebrated the whole club. Everybody got criticized for celebrating too hard. So I just wanted to. Because you're a fucking Arsenal, man. It's man, it's different fucking class, bro. <laughs> Get out of here with this shit. I'm just Let's saying. Man. To... I'm just saying. You just How did they? Keep... You gotta keep the keep the consistency, man. That's all consistency. We want. So down, you guys were down a man too. No. Okay. I don't need, they don't need to be That's down a big, bro. That's a big result down a man. For how long was that? More than that was in the first half. No, the red card? Pretty sure. Yeah, which was a terrible red card. That too. So I'd be fucking celebrating. That's fucking three points saved. Can we talk about officiating for like a quick second? Because every single week, not even every single week, you watch a game at in the morning on a Saturday and you watch the game in the evening on a Saturday and the way it's officiated is completely fucking different. One thing is a yellow card, one thing's a red card, one's a penalty, one's not a penalty, one's like play on. It's yeah, but it's yeah, it's fuck. It's been like that all year. But I don't fucking get myself worked up about it anymore. But the penalty, the penalties is the biggest thing. How inconsistent the calls have been. Yeah, that's because I feel like I've been watching so much, and like when a Saturday comes along, I'll try and watch as much, and on Sunday I'll watch as much. I'm like, why is that a foul? And then I'm like, but earlier in the day. That wasn't like the same, or like I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it's never gonna be fucking perfect, man. You can't. It's fucking refs. All we're asking for is consistency, man. As just regular fans, I just want to see consistency because it's mind-boggling how certain things. Cancelo's going body to body with that. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's getting sent off for a challenge like that. And you're seeing men grapple and grab and tackle and do whatever in the box, and it's nothing. Yeah, that was nuts, that one. It doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, City, big win. Come from behind. Beat Fulham. 
Haaland back on the score sheet. Um, went top of the table until today, until Arsenal went to Stamford Bridge, aka our new training ground, because it's been three straight years where we've given them an L to hold at the bridge. Yeah, Chelsea are fucking shit, bro. Bro, just Absolutely give us our give shit us, right now. Give us our flowers, bro. I ain't giving you guys shit, bro, until you prove something. Prove something? Season. What do you mean prove something? Do something. I'm not talking. I'm not. I don't, I'm not worried about November Arsenal. They're doing great, yes. But okay, let's see. Through, through the whole season, we're finishing your top four, which will be great for you guys. It's been fucking forever. Then I'll give you your props when it's done at the end of the season. But. Chelsea suck, bro. You can't, like, obviously, you guys balled out on them. You expect, I knew, I was talking to Owen yesterday because we were talking about the match. I'm like, bro, you guys were easy. You're so nervous. Like, bro, you guys going to, Chelsea sucks right now. You guys, you guys should walk in there and take three points easily. You guys dominated the game. Well-deserved today. Dominated them. If I could ask you then, because you don't want to give any flowers, could I ask you who impresses you on Arsenal? Or, like, who do you, like, kind today? of watching? Yeah, or impress you today. Partey, Partey. Fucking so tidy. Partey was your best player today for me. Just clean, but never loses the ball. If he can stay healthy this season, then you guys can. I think he's more one of the most important players. Partey. I think so as well. I think he's got like the level of importance. I think as like Rodri has in the City midfield when Rodri's playing and dictating and controlling, it's kind yeah, of like Partey that same fucking... level. No, he's. He was really good today. Even the last few weeks when I've been watching him, it's like, yeah. Once he's if he's healthy and going, he's one of your best players. The goal last weekend, I was at the yeah. game against Forest when he put that top corner uh, nuts, a fucking romping over Forest, which was fantastic to be at. But yeah, he's done really well. I just want like Ben White as a right back has been doing really well. Saliba has been fucking great. Um. Ben Wade is great defensively, but he offers you nothing from forward. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. He He's very sound. Like great, that's very sound defensively. And can play on the ball is, is, is pretty is pretty good, I'd, I'd say. But like when he goes forward, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, you're not really Doesn't worried too much. much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not Which, worried. You're not thinking he's going to do something really like out of like extraordinary. Yeah, create something, but yeah, I see but what's whatever. Being, but... If you if you're not put, yeah, if you're just not goals aren't going to the net, that's giving you a chance to win right there. So it's more important. But... I got yeah. I just want to um... say, I just want to say to other people because maybe you're not gonna have it, but other people have messaged, other people have said everything. Everyone said about Arsenal, you haven't beat anyone decent. Then everybody said, I even think you possibly said it as well. October, we'll see what happens in October with that schedule. And then it was okay, we'll beat some of the, the, the top teams. But I think beating Spurs, beating Liverpool, beating Chelsea, only losing one game in all of October. Gotta give oh, them a kudos. little bit. We gotta give them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, kudos for that. But you also yeah. shit on how shit Tottenham and Chelsea are too. So where do you where do you stand there too? Bro, all that shit. We've been saying Spurs are shit. I've been saying Spurs are shit. I know Spurs and are Chelsea shit. too. So, but, but yeah, but but Spurs are third in the table and fourth in the table, so they really can't be oh, shit. So... They're grinding out wins. Okay, okay, okay. I had a question for you. Okay, I saw this tweet and I thought it was interesting. Um, I think there's nine teams that have started the season through the first thirteen games. I seen that. You see that one? Yeah, and only Newcastle. Newcastle the only... Yeah. Do you think you can win the Premier League? If keep results keep going this way, do you yes. think you can win the Premier League? Yes or no? Yeah, because based off of results of how the season started, you'd have to say yes. So you still think you have the squad right now that can win the Premier League, can beat City to the Premier League? Right now, think... do you think you have? I don't think it beat City to the Premier League because I don't think anybody's been able to really do that besides Liverpool in a COVID season. But you have to, based off of the first 13 games, based off the first third of the Premier League, you'd have to say, yeah, they're up there. They're in contention. 
not contention, do you think you can win, bro? Do you think at the end of the season you guys will be the winners of the Premier League? I'm not getting ahead of myself, man. I'm keeping 10 toes on the ground. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no, bro? That's all you have to ask, answer. <laughs> now, now it's yes or no, eh? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because I know what City have done. I know how good, how much better Liverpool have been in those previous seasons. I'm gonna say no because I'm using a little bit of logic. But as a fan, I'm obviously gonna hope that fucking does happen. But I'm not gonna let it happen like that. I think if this was, I obviously I obviously don't think they can. But if it was to happen, it would be this season just because how fucking wacky it's gonna be. Exactly. I think the World Cup might because be of a blessing or it might be a, a, a horrible thing. Yeah. Because, like, who knows what teams are going to look like coming back from that. Injuries, people away at World Cup, it could be shit. Who's, who brings who in in January? So, who knows? But, like, yeah. Either way, you can either continue it right after or it just goes downhill the second half of the season. Exactly. And you, you got to think as well with the World Cup, how many... Say, for example, Man City, pretty much their entire entire squad is going to the World Cup. Most, like, pretty much everyone. Whereas Arsenal squad, might not everyone have go to the World Cup. And does that affect things? Does that not change things? You think about if certain players get to the World Cup final, whether it's a Spain, whether it's a Belgium, whether it's Brazil, you think of, like, Ederson or whatever it is, they're finishing the final on the 18th. They're coming back if they win. They're celebrating, and the Premier League starts to get on the twenty sixth, and they got to go yeah. straight back into it. It's twenty sixth, twenty eighth, New Year's Day, like right back into it. So those three games, right straight away, are those first two games. That's a big six points. That's a big worry. That's a big it's congestion. Yeah. So you got to see like one who's gonna who's gonna go from each club to the World Cup. How many players are gonna be gone? Who's possibly gonna be affected most? Who stays healthy during the World Cup? And pick doesn't pick up injuries, and then what's going to happen when all these guys come back? And then you got to go straight into it. Like there's no really, there's not a whole lot of reset time after the World Cup to also digest think that, it. That January window is going to be important because there's going to be, I think, more movement than usual because of the World Cup or some. Yeah, yeah. Some you know, some clubs are going to have to splash because of injuries. You know, some clubs are going to have to splash. And just people perform. People who are yeah. performing at the World Cup too are going to move. Might move and get a January move. Bro, think about all the guys that are possibly playing for Canada, Mexico, yeah. U.S., South American clubs that are go off, and then yeah. clubs are going to be like, "Oh, they're like oh, three million, four million. Yeah. Let's go buy them. Let's go look at fucking Almiron, bro, no, and look oh at that." <laughs> Almiron has gone six straight weeks of fucking scoring goals in the Prem and is regarded as this fucking player. And he came from Atlanta. You think about I know. all these guys. And one of those clubs is going to go, yeah, let's just pick him up. It's that dirt cheap. Look at what he just did in the World Cup. If you look at Canada and someone performs, let's just say, for example, Oso goes off against Belgium and Canada or Croatia, holds his own. Everyone's going to be like, of course. Why not yeah. grab him? So... Yeah, I'm interested to see how this uh this next month, two months, two months really goes. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredibly interesting. But okay. Um we're gonna take a little short break. After the short break, uh we'll talk about Man United and if Newcastle are the real deal. Stay tuned. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. So let's talk about United because United played today against Villa. Yes. And it's a it's a good evening to you because you know I have when stepped into that squad and gave him some hope. Do you think this helps them or do you think this is just classic manager came in, first game, they perform, and then it's gonna go back to them being shit? No, I like Emery, so I think they'll be I think they'll um because where where are they right now with David? Bro, terrible. Fucking so far down. I don't even think I could see them. Because I think they... They're 13th. But the, before the game today, they were in the relegation zone. True. They should be finishing. I think they should be a top 10. They should be like around 9, 10. Yeah, because the squad... They're I've been, team. I've they been a good saying squad. It. Yeah. I've been saying that. But I've said earlier, I will never watch full Villa because they were so fucking bad and so terrible 
with Gerard in the last bit yeah, that it's just been horrible, horrible. I, the amount of goals that they scored has been dreadful. They haven't done fucking anything. And they barely put any past. They lose a bunch of games. They're awful. No, but I think he... I think give him some time. I love him playing better football, for sure. Well, I mean, it won't, won't be hard to be playing better football than than playing, but I've always thought he was... Uh, I always thought Arsenal, obviously, had to get rid of him. It was a toxic time, but I, th- I think he's a good manager. Like, we've seen what he's done in Spain. When he's Europa League like, champion. Europa League, all that. Yeah, so... And like yeah, today I today I thought it'd always be a tough tough one for United man. First manager balance is always fucked, especially away. And then no Bruno in the midfield too hurt us today. We still lack that depth that we need to compete in these type of games. And we have two a week, bro. It's tough. Like and then still having fucking. Uh, I said it before the season. I didn't want him to stay, bro. Because I knew this was gonna I was gonna be. He offers us fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing up top. It's sad to see, but but so that's why I'm also interested to see what happens with Portugal at the World Cup and like if they're gonna have to play him and if they're gonna start him. Because I know he'll make a big fuss if he doesn't, but he just doesn't offer anything anymore, bro. It's just like fuck, it's time to move on, man. Holding us back. Just gonna continue like this. But yeah, it's interesting be- that today Van de Beek finally got the start. And I can't remember the last time he actually started a match. Oh, he played mid he started midweek too. Oh did he? Prem yeah, started, yeah, Prem it's been a while, but yeah. Yeah, even him didn't really show too much either. But it's hard when I don't know. It's no fluidity really today at all. And they've been looking decent here and there for the last few weeks, but no, I knew today it was gonna be tough. So I expect the result to be honest for right now. But let's see, what is it? Two games left or one now for the break? One game left. There should be midweek. We have midweek. Yeah, we play Villa uh, again, actually. Yeah, we play Villa again in the in the cup. Yeah, the FA Cup. So I don't think it's FA oh, Cup. It might be FA Cup or Carabao Cup. No, oh, Carabao yeah. is always first. So yeah. Carabao Cup. But we gotta we gotta hope we need a trophy this year. So let's not get fucking knocked out of this fucking Carabao Cup. It's probably the only realistic one we can win in the fucking first round, man. So, but United, man. Uh So. To be honest, I'm it's okay because we haven't even hit heights of where we can be. So still the first year, Ten Hag, he still needs to um put his imprints on his squad, but it's all right. We're sitting what fifth? We're probably gonna be sitting fifth before the break. Fifth with the Once game. It's all in said hand. and done. Yeah. So we'll see. Cause I still think too we're gonna go. That's the one thing about our board and why I think. This pro this ten egg process will go a little bit faster than like maybe that Arsenal process like Ted when is because we'll go out and get players. We'll be able to our, with our board. Maybe not yeah. as much as you guys have been. So that's why I think January, hopefully, we can bring in maybe one another someone to help. We need a fucking striker, to be honest. But I really hope they go and get that go that Cody Gakpo. Kids yeah, he's good. Sick. From I don't yeah. know PSV. Yeah, he's fucking unbelievable. He's a good so really hope, but I don't know. What do you think of fucking Man bro? It's interesting because I, I watch them. I see them. I know Man U fans struggle with Ronaldo. Uh, it's, it's like just a, like a tough one because obviously you love the guy so much of what he's done. You have all this respect and you, you say like every Man United fan will say he's the GOAT, blah, 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 etc. Back him. But when you watch them play... Yeah, as you said, like he just doesn't offer that much. And obviously, if you have guys that are around him that are like going to a byline, beating a guy and putting in a fucking perfect cross, he'll get to it and he'll do that and he'll score that. But that's not really how they're playing and how they're going about it. So watching him is is not saying it's like a disservice to him, but I, I think we have these chats about Ronaldo Messi and you see what Messi's doing at PSG with his squad and still like facilitating, creating goals and doing a lot. And then you see Ronaldo and you see that and you're like, oh, he's just like over 90 minutes. It's not great. He maybe produces a a little moment where it's like a goal or a great goal. And you're like, okay, that's why he's there. But on the whole scale of things, it's, yeah. I think he's just got to like move on. I think he's got to go 
somewhere. Time. That's why after last year, that was the best we were gonna see from him at that age. You know, that's why I was like, "Fuck, I wanted him to leave." But yeah, for him to score eighteen, a high. yeah. For him to score eight, like oh, this is a shit year with as a team. But for him to score eighteen, I think he scored eighteen league goals last year, and that shit team. Like, how could it? It wasn't gonna get better than that. But it was time. Yeah, it was time this in the summer. It was time for him to leave, bro. But I don't know. Yes. I don't they'll probably end up staying the whole season. I don't know if anyone no one's gonna go grab him in January and pay those wages, but you'll have to stay there. You'll have, have to do to. that. You have to yeah, finish, the finish the contract with them, yeah. Yeah. So United, I mean, as potentially bad as we could say it is, or like on the up and rise, you're still in fifth. You're still flirting on the Champions League positions. You're not Yeah, because that's all mix. I expect. That's the most yeah. I expect is a fourth place anyway this season. And maybe miraculously a fucking trophy in one of the English cups, but there's no way. I guess we'll, guess we'll talk about that anyways, Europa, before we finish. But yeah, we'll see United. Get some rest, rest up. Let's recuperate, month off, and we'll see what happens in the new year. I think we, we said it there. Thinking of Champions League, this team, Newcastle, United. Yeah. Do you, do you think that they are serious top four contenders? I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know yet. But I think we both did say at the beginning of the year that those were that was our dark horse this season. Yeah, we so did. Maybe come up in like a Europa. Yeah, yeah, like six, Europa seven, League eight, six. I which I think when all's all said and done is maybe where they will be, just because they them as well. Well, I guess they don't have to play as many midweeks games as uh like we will in Arsenal too. But yeah, I don't know. They're they they figure something out over there, bro. Because they're flying at the moment, absolutely fucking flying, and all on our own, man. Almiron, Joe Linton, Callum Wilson, Kieran Trippier is going off. Yeah, great ball today. Bro, they've their last five. They drew United, no no. They beat Everton 1 0. They beat Spurs 2 1. They smashed Villa 4 0. And then they just beat Southampton 4 1. They're in form. They're performing. Like we said, Almiron is in the form of his life right now. They've yeah. seen. The signing of Botman strengthen up their back. Yo, what a what a signing that guy! Anyway, I didn't realize he's like twenty two or something. He's a fucking beast too. That guy. Where's he from? He's Dutch. He's twenty two years old. He was born in two thousand, which is fucking crazy to think about. He was on Lille. He was on that winning team with John Davis. Yeah, yeah, he came from Lille. Well, that's why he's. Uh... No, we'll talk about that later too. But yeah. No, they will. I think European place, they can finish it. Yeah, I think they're flying at the minute. They got a crazy goal differential. They got. They're currently in the Champions League spots. They're currently in third. In third, right? With yeah. this result, with Spurs and Liverpool, if they can go into the World Cup, still sitting in third. I mean, their next game is against Crystal Palace. No, not Palace. They play Chelsea actually next weekend. Last game of the Prem. They play Chelsea? Where? Yeah. At home? At home. Oh, they're battering them too. That'll be a good game. That'll be great. I'm actually in my calendar on the 16th of November. Tickets go on sale for Arsenal Newcastle. And that's the game I'm really, really trying to go to. Yeah, that'd be sick. First week of January. So, um, yeah, I want to see them. I really want to see them. I want to see the, the new team. I want to see how they're ticking. I want to see if they're playing as well live as it seems because they got the third best goal difference in the prem well, it's just scary because i'd like to see if you look back and like when see that first what is this their second year with money yeah like with the money like halfway yeah all right i'd want to look back and see what, what city was at where they were about and how they were playing during that time buying robinho and wilfred boney and right so players. i feel like they're they're gonna be like this pro this Newcastle process might go a lot quicker than the the city one, bro. Especially to get European football this year already. That quick. The yeah. stuff they could do in the summer. So fuck man. There's another fucking team to worry about, bro. <laughs> There's another team the the pull, <laughs> the pull of the Premier League. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit nuts. We got one more week of the Prem. Obviously, like we said, EFL Cup happening midweek. The 
European competitions wrapped up this week. The draw is happening tomorrow or today, if you're listening to the podcast, as soon as it drops. Some a bit wild results. I think we can both agree about how some of those groups played out. We'll talk about the Champions League first because nuts. I mean, I don't know where you could lead with it, but I would love to start it off by saying shout out to Rangers for having the worst ever, <laughs> the worst ever Champions League campaign recorded. Zero points, minus 20 goal difference. And I believe they only scored two goals in six matches in the group. So thanks for coming out, Rangers, even though I'm a fucking Rangers fan. Allegedly. Yeah, no, they can't compete with those fucking clubs. My second storyline is Barcelona. Hold that L. Yeah, fucking love it. You then did every single thing possible. I guarantee you some of those owners or some of those people fucking sold body parts on the black market to get some <laughs> and they still ended up in third place in their group and are going to the Europa League. But you think I like know. it's mad. And then the last one goes to fucking that I got to mention is Juventus because Juventus are so fucking bad that they've got three points in six games. Luckily, came third and are going to the Europa League, but have been blown out by Benfica and PSG in that group. I know. But they've been shaky. They've had injuries. They don't have guys that come back. Them is more like... Those are still two teams you don't want to fucking see, though, bro. Now in the Europa. Yeah, there's... Ajax is going to the Europa. Bro, Europa will be fucking... It's going to be great. There's going to be some good games, good matchups. UEFA's the wave, bro. Yeah, of course. Now you say you guys are fucking it. You say it, yeah. No, but I'm saying this year, the wave, though, think about these teams. Ajax are Yeah, I know. Europa is going to be great this year, yeah. Leverkusen's going down. Barcelona's going down. Um, Sevilla are going back, obviously, to their competition. They don't even like the Champions League. They just go there just for shit. Just go for shit. Yeah, let's get some warm for you. Let's get warm (laughs) for Thursday nights in the the (laughs) new year. (laughs) And then Juventus are going there. And obviously, all of those teams, because of the new format, are playing the runners-up of the Europa League groups. So Yeah, so we got in one of them. Yeah, so the the round of 16 in the Europa League is going to be fantastic. I think if we would both agree that the Champions League, obviously, we probably wouldn't... You'd probably... Teams are probably looking and licking their lips at Club Rouge. They're probably going, okay, I, Bro, I don't mind. I've watched them food. a few. I've watched them a few times. Don't lick your lips. You shouldn't be licking your lips too hard, bro. They look great against uh, Atletico. They've looked good at whoever they played or watched. Bro, Champions League is going to be great too because I think the Portuguese teams are making a run. That I said that a an Italian team will, and I think Napoli will be in a semifinal, bro. I hope they do. I think. I, I hope they do because you I know think, what? Top of the group. I hope they get. They've been. Like, they've looked great. They've looked really fucking good, and they just score for fun. And the thing is, they put teams out early. They score two, three goals like before yeah, the thirtieth minute, and the game's almost like kind of done. They don't wait until a lot. Like they, when they win games, they either win by a lot, and they do it earlier in the game. It's fucking so mess, man. So who you who would you be your favorite right now for Champions League? It's a favorite or a couple, maybe two, your top two, you'd say. I think Bayern are always kind of in that mix. I think Bayern could get to the semifinals and do something. I think obviously you always, always, based off the last couple of years, have to be worried about Real Madrid and what they could possibly do. Yeah. And then I think City. And PSG, I think that might be your your final four. I think that's obviously scapegoating and trying to just pick the the top teams. But I think PSG coming second in their group, obviously, which is one of dumb rules based off of away goals scoring or something like that. Like the sixth sixth tiebreaker. Yeah. I think whoever has to play them that first game, I hope they, I pray they get Tottenham. But I think those ones are kind of, early teams that I'm thinking of. I would love for a team, like you said, like a 
Porto. I think Ben Provenfica looked. Yeah, for them to make a little bit of a run. Yeah. But you know what? All these teams end up playing each other. Like I guarantee you tomorrow that Bayern get drawn. Oh, Bayern can't get drawn with Benfica because they always seem to play each other. Some of these teams always, always yeah. seem to play each other. It's mad annoying. So I would love for Napoli to get someone. Like I, I just hope that it, like all the games are somewhat equal in a balance type of way. Yeah, we know that won't happen though. But yeah, I'd say those three. I'd say for me the top two if City and Bayern to win to take it. I thought course would be Benfica to be in there to send off last four. Yeah, because we've had those teams. Like remember Lyon? Remember yeah, fucking... I think it's them this year. Them or Napoli this year. Could happen. Maybe and Milan. Then... Maybe Milan can go on a fucking miracle run too. That'd be that'd be cool, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. And then what are you saying about Europa League? Europa, Obviously... I have no clue, bro. But it will be I think it will be I'm trying to think who else was in it, like who qualified that wasn't coming down from Champions League. That was deep that's decent. Sociedad. Roma, Real Betis, Fernabache, mm-hmm. Rennes, PSV, Arsenal. You know what? Mourinho scares me in two leg knockouts, bro. He's. You got to remember, he came. They came second in their group, so they got to play one of those Champions League teams. Yeah, but still, he's a fucking tactician, man. That guy. Um, I do think one of the teams that come down will win it. Because that, like, those games are to the new year. So those are, it's going to be, all those teams, it's going to be like a brand new, fucking, one of those teams will win it. I'd say, if I want to take a favorite right now, I think I go, I think, because they're going to turn around second half, I go Juve. Oh, really? I think I go Juve. They can make a run. It depends on how much they care about it, you know? Like if they put more effort into that, if or they, if they put, yeah, or, or if to, they to put more effort, up, yeah, that's true. yeah, into the season of trying to get back into that race, but because the Serie A is kind of not wrapped up, but it's kind of out of reach for them. Yes, so if it is, then that's the big trophy for them to win. It's an interesting one still. Is Atletico in it? Atletico came bottom of the group. They came bottom, yeah. So they're, so they're not even going to Europa. They're done. Their European competitions are done. I don't know. I'd go, uh, yeah, either Juve or um, Juve, Roma. If Arsenal makes more signings, then yeah, you got to throw them in there. Barca? Barca. And then, yeah, true, that was what I was thinking, Barca. Juve or Barca, I think, bro. But if Arsenal can, they need a little bit more help. To go and win that too. That's like gonna make a run and win that. Yeah, there's no, no way we can, there's no way because we can you can't make a trust fucking vote. yeah, no. There's no way we can trust fucking <laughs> Eddie and Kelly to fucking help you make a run in this fucking Europa League, man. We need a we need another winger, man. We need someone to help out Saka. Yeah, so I'd go, yeah, Juve Barca, bro. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. We still got lots of time for that. So think about that. As you said, it's happening in the new year. Gonna slowly start shifting our focus to the World Cup. Let's get excited to see what's happening in Qatar. See people drink non-alcoholic beer and not be able to hold hands or kiss each other or do anything of that nature. But it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's fucking right around the corner now, man. It's crazy. I'm excited for our our World Cup coverage, though. Yeah, it'll be fun to. Uh... Keep up on it, man. Catch the games. Catch the atmosphere. See what it... Ooh, fucking Spurs are on one right now. Still, still zero. So, crossbar and a fucking great save by Allison. But, um, yeah. No. Yeah, bro. I can't... I think it's going to be a fucking crazy, crazy fucking World Cup. Me and Owen were talking about it yesterday with fucking stupid, mad results. Groups are going to be fucking flipped all over the place, bro. I think it's going to be mad. I can't wait. Yeah, I don't think shit's good. going expected to gonna be expected to the way people think it's gonna go out do not think it will at all. Predict the at unpredictable. All. Predict yeah. the unpredictable. Like it's gonna be mad. I mean, I think one of the favorites will still win it, but I think in, in all that mess they'll be fuck fuckery. 
but I fuck you, but I'm not can't wait. Yeah, either can't wait. Neither can I. Um, that's it then, man. Oh fuck. It's <laughs> a long up, man. Yeah, it's good. I think it's a good hour piece they are about to put out. It's 60 minutes. So if you've got to this point, obviously shout out to you for listening. Obviously, shout out. Sorry that uh episodes haven't come out, but people be busy, man. People are doing doing things. Life happens. Life is busy. I was also in Italy for a week cooling on the beach. So uh, that obviously took up some time. But we're back, man, and expect a lot during the World Cup, whether it's myself or just Keith or our returning guests or new guests or people coming on. It's a lot of fun stuff to check out. So um, remember, if you're listening, if you're one of our usuals, respects to you, but share it. You know where we're at, just at just offside underscore pod on instagram and on twitter and as of late as mentioned before on tiktok posting some stuff getting used to that and what's going on there so go give us a follow go share go listen and uh yeah keep fucking with us because we appreciate you have a good one later